Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. DJ Kev, DJ Zaya. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. Find something that is a unique idea. And as you watch it evolve, you'll find different lanes that you can take your career. And that's when you truly grow into what you like, is when you're true to what it is and what you are. You're not trying to be anything else, you know? I just want to be me because no one else is. Yo, we're back on yes. MIA yes. Radio. 47, man. Episode 47. 47. We got, a, been, we got special guests. We real got, special guests. Don't jump the gun. No. <laughs> we got to <laughs> do a proper intro. I know. I mean, there's a lot of... A lot of questions. There's a lot of... There's a build-up. A lot of titles to this guy's name. This is the first time that we announced the guest pre-guest. Yeah, and you know really? what? It was a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because questions were coming yeah. in. Yeah. Everybody's been asking, and it's it's build a little hype. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so the one and only DJ Crespo. DJ Crespo, what up, my brother? Hey, hey yo. It's been welcome a, to the show, bro. We've been way overdue. On, on I know, man. You're been, a, busy man. Yeah. You're a busy man. You're a busy man. You wear many hats. No, yes. I, I was wearing that IKEA bucket hat. Oh, <laughs> shout out to cover. IKEA, Cass, dude. Cass got the fire. Yo, that's that exclusive hat. right there. That shit barely fits me, man. I can't believe IKEA actually made a hat. I got long hair and I wear a size eight. So Yo, that shit is like, real quick for the record, I think this guy might have the most fire vintage tea collection. Ooh. Man, coming from you? <laughs> Cass, <laughs> bro, the other day I met him at the Citadel. He had the uh, MTV Rock the Vote. Yeah, Rock the Vote. Like, He's man. notorious for that, man. 96. He's been doing it for a minute, too. <laughs> so, all right. I'm, I'm, you guys talk. I'm, I'm going to show you what I just got in the mail, and I'm pretty hyped about it. So if you want to follow the intro. Oh, yeah. So we got Miami's own DJ Crespo in the building. Um, we definitely wanted to first start off kind of talking about how you got started in DJing. I know you lived in Tally for a minute. Yep. Yep. And you did your thing out there, but I mean, before that, how'd you how'd you get into DJing? Um, so I guess it was like a long time coming because my father had a bunch of records when I was younger in Chicago. Um Oh, you're born in Chicago, right? Born and raised that's in Chicago. Right, that's yeah. Right, that's I moved right. here when I was 7. So Ooh. Uh, so this kind of feels this is definitely more home for me. Like I saw the heat arena go and change and all this other stuff. Um but yeah, I mean, I was always surrounded by records. So my father collected them and I would be that kid, you know, when I was five or six, just like, yo, how does this right. music, where does it come from? Like how's intrigued, it, intrigued, yeah. yeah. How's it being played? And as I got older, I learned how to really just load the record on the turntable, put yeah. the needle down and then scratch the shit out of it. And he would be so pissed. pissed at me. Yeah, <laughs> fact, fact, um, fact, fact. And so like, you know, that was always around me. Like vinyl records were always around me. And um, as I grew up, I started just collecting them, buying them, and um, it wasn't really until high school where I picked up my first pair of turntables. Oh, so you're just buying records, like to just buy buying them? records and playing them, listening to them. No, um, I never really DJ thought. Story. Yeah, I never really thought of the concept of of having two turntables, right? And then mixing them together. Um, and then my sister uh, attended UCF, so I'd go visit her, and she ran in a hip hop club called Elements. Okay. And uh, oh, wow. It was, you know, a couple breakers, uh, two DJs, oh, some, some graph artists, and some MCs. Real hip-hop shit. Yeah, yeah. Hip-hop, hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to see, you know, the, the elements and how they all, you know, work together. Right. And I was most intrigued by the DJ because it was like this dude was talking with his hands yeah. more than any word yeah. could ever do. And so I was like, you know, I want to try this. So I asked my dad to loan me 1800 bucks for this, <laughs> for yeah. this, How for this setup i was 15 damn bro, that's a big ass yeah. loan <laughs> yeah. uh 
and of course he said no he's like you got to work for that right shit. so he's like i'll give you 500 you got to find the rest of the, the rest, money right my girlfriend at the time instead bought me she didn't know what to do so she bought me this denon cd j oh right so i had to buy a turntable and so i had this janky ass setup right. for a while you know for a while i had um i had a disc man oh shit. with an ox like a y and like an rca into a quarter inch and that's what i man. did i had that for a while and i had like six records and i mean i still have some yeah, i had like, like 10 records like but tipsy was like my record that i would use so i, I would play shit top secrets and then i would just burn cds on the left yeah. and then practice like that so oh, you had man. like songs like, i was i was i had the disc man and i would burn shit and then i would try to beat match mm -hmm. tipsy the vinyl <laughs> that i had i mean i still have it i have i have doubles of tipsy not like <laughs> That's the so record funny, that bro. I would like learn, I would play shit. And I'm like, all right, let me mix Tipsy into this Chingy record. Yeah, make it work. So. <laughs> Chingy, Jaquan, yeah, too wait, short. Wait, so were you mixing vinyl into CD? Into CD, yeah. I was doing the just, same shit. Yeah, just to kind of like, I mean, I think a lot of people did that. Yeah. It was it was just a weird time of of music, and yeah. you know, we're all kind of trying to figure it out. Like we I, didn't. There's no yeah instructions. You know? I couldn't afford the two turntables either. Yeah. It's like, hey, gift, cool. I'll use the the CDJ. Right use what i have for yeah the, you make it work i bought a shitty uh vestax mixer yeah. it was a used pmc and then go five. Oh shit that was my first mixer that was that was my second mixer yeah yeah shit. well i had the oh five yeah i had the oh five and yeah and i sold it for like 200 bucks and i regret it every day i know i, I wish, wish i still, I still had, had it yeah. you could mount it on the wall right? or something that, I that pmc is something. like psh, yeah. i sold that shit for like 150 bucks and man. I was like, man i wish legends still use that shit right <laughs> right i've <laughs> seen people i've seen people still rocking like and and it's funny because with my fifty seven, I've thought about it. I'm like, I'm never selling it. Nah, it's not even worth that. Fifty seven is, but it, I, I still have. I still use it. I still use it. Um, I still use. I mean, I still, people hate on it. I still use Scratch Live, and like a lot of the pool gigs, I'll take my fifty seven. Like if I have right. to take a box, I'm like, yeah, because the the mixer's not updated. So I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna plug into this fucking Yankee ass mixer. I'd rather take my fifty seven. It's crazy to see those little ass buttons right yeah. that are on it. Yeah, like when you, you compare it like, to yeah. an S nine, yeah. it's like, bro, you gotta use like a toothpick. <laughs> if it's a real gig, I'll take my S nine. But if it's like chill, uh, dude, check gig, crazy. you know, like I'll take the yeah. fifty seven. My bad, I cut you no, off. No, no, no. So from um from there, I had my first setup, and I I fucking took me like a year and a half to figure out what beat matching was. Yeah. I didn't really have much direction. Um, so I took that setup with me to college, um, still not really knowing how to DJ. Um, and I really would just do shit in my bedroom. And yeah. we, whenever we throw a house party, I'd set my stuff up and pretend to know how to mix <laughs> right. and really be like the roughest cuts in the world. And, um, even just backspinning the record. Right. But oh, wait, um, where'd you go? To, you went to, I went to it, Florida you went State. straight to FSU, yeah, right? Yeah I, yeah. I went to school here in Broward okay. and then moved, uh, went to Florida State. Yeah, because it's not just any house party. Any yeah, after no, party. no, no, no. They were crazy. Tallahassee. We, we would fit like a hundred Yeah, rowdy people. shit. Like <laughs> rowdy shit. Crazy, bro. Like, we spent all our student tuition that, like, was imbursed. I guess the scholarship right. money for right. Bright Futures. We put it straight to, like, 12 bottles of Smirnoff. <laughs> It'd be the party. <laughs> bro, I always wow. say Tallahassee is, like, Tallahassee. Oh, God, bro. bro. That's I mean, what taught me. It, yeah, like, but at a certain age, like, not anymore because it'd be kind of weird, but, like, Back then, when I was like 22, 23, 24, that was like all I, where I wanted to DJ. Yeah. Like, I didn't care about Vegas. I didn't yeah. care about, you know, Tallahassee. Yeah, I've you know. actually never, I've never partied. I mean, I've been to get my roommate and like a bunch of my high school friends went to Gainesville. Gainesville so parties like, too. I'm, I'm, I'm deep in the UF crowd. So like I've partied, I've done that shit. So yeah. I know Tallahassee's even crazier. Like, oh man. That's really what, what taught me how to obviously drink, but also right. how to play music yeah. in different ways. And it was, it was, Time-wise, like, 
I always try to timeline everything. This yeah. was like early two thousand, late two thousands, right? Like yeah, I want to say oh eight nine seven seven yeah. when I first started college I was a freshman. Okay, and I was DJing in my bedroom fucking dorm room people yeah. everybody hated me right, it was finals right, right, week right. and i didn't care about finals i was dj <laughs> in the bedroom yeah. um and then i got my first apartment and that's when we started throwing house parties nice and uh, i'd be in the corner just fucking train wrecking but everybody was having fun yeah. and i found that's a way to vibe. really yeah, yeah it's cool, like, i think more i learned then was how to read people and yeah and what music the psychology works. yeah, yeah. Um, that's one thing that i'm, I'm gonna say now like that's one thing <clears> that i've seen you do and like like why i've seen you play like you read you look at people yeah like, and you yeah. you'll switch it up and to cater to somebody and i'm like all right like you know it's like yeah so I, it's it's something that's very important and a lot of people don't see it. and a lot of djs are like no let me just do my set but you're you, i've seen you just like switch it up and you're like all right i'm gonna do this and yeah yeah like, I mean, you know i i also take notes from like listening to you guys dj because you know when i first started down here there's we'll, we'll touch on this later yeah, yeah, we'll, i got we'll kicked get to off, that part i got kicked off the decks many Oof. times at big clubs here yeah and i thought I mean, it was the end you know it's like oh, it's normal fuck so DJing. from college into your uh yeah. senior year and well, yeah, so getting out you of college. were you were heavy and like you were doing all the clubs. you were the dude it, at first i wasn't i was just following people and, and kind of just seeing who did what and who i needed to talk to i've always been like good who were the movers back then uh david solano okay oh, dj, right. DJ turk uh, right skitty you guys right. know skitty of course and esp those yeah. guys were running dog. tallahassee man. that's yeah. right esp my oh. my studio partner pause <laughs> yeah, yeah so uh to make this quick i was djing these house parties a young dj who was dope at the time Tallahassee saw me and he's like let me teach you right what, what you know dj the ropes so my buddy rbk i don't know if you guys yeah, know RBK of course yeah. here. man best teacher i've ever met nice. he's taught all the carnival cruise line for right. uh, their djs and he taught me i'd spend like every day after class just learning how to beat match yeah. learning how to like have my bread and butter mixes so he gave me the skill and then um i would open up just be like yo i'll open up for free yeah solano turk esp and um, it got to the point where, like, yo, these guys are graduating. It's your turn. Yeah. It was kind of like a logical right. progression. Just, sh yeah. like, shifting. Right. Yeah. So um, I think what I did really was build a big network in Tallahassee. Yeah. And that Tallahassee crowd kind of trickles all the way down. Right. Through Orlando. Yeah, that's one thing I always tell people. I mean, I've, I've mentioned it in the podcast. And I'm always like, yo, never jump your generation. Like, a lot of the younger guys want to headline, want to, like, go off the rip. And I'm oh. like, I tell people, not like, stick to your crowd with your people and grow with them. Because they're the ones that are going to be spending bottles. They're, they're yeah. the ones that are going to be managing clubs. They're the ones that are going to get you those corporate gigs. Like, exactly. So, I mean, and that's that's one thing that I, I, I always give up to. I mean, especially to you, like, the college. Yeah, um, especially if you're in college. Oh, that's yeah. huge. Like, the, the college slash frat slash, like, yep. like brotherhood is a very very good network you know and and sure. i know it's benefit you and so like, yeah i mean to, to to really hone in on it what pushed me on to like actually being able to move to miami was i joined a fraternity and right. i never wanted to i joined as a junior i was like fuck oh, this shit. shit i'm from miami like yeah, yeah, yeah. i do my own thing i was wearing do rags and right, 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 right. In fact, we all did <laughs> throwback jerseys and shit <laughs> and uh it changed my my point of view on what networking actually is yeah. because actually made friends from it but also made huge connections so uh in that fraternity i met a young man named lucas ormos okay and his sister is a young lady who's really well connected in miami olivia ormos right um and she approached me she's like hey i love what you're doing i was like do you want to manage me do you want to like I she used to run a cell right she used to run right. a cell right um and she used to book at wall yeah back in the day 
And I was like, I'd really love to move to Miami. I'm graduating in a year. She's like, I've never done it, but let me try. Right. And uh, she was the first person to help me like come to this huge city that I knew nobody in. Yeah. And uh, got me my first gig at Florida Room. Tanked it. <laughs> had to learn because it's a different a, like yeah, coming from so, Tallahassee to yeah, Miami, yeah, especially so the beach. And those days, and those days where um, you guys, I mean, I'm pretty sure they still fucking rage over there. Where, like, yeah, you know the trap shit and all that, like the EDM. And this is this is we're talking EDM days, so it's like mm -hmm. you're coming from that, yeah, into Florida room, which was all rap. I, yeah. I'm guessing yeah. it was a very open format, and yeah. I was opening for Chachi, okay, at the time, yeah. and I was like, damn, like I don't know how to play like this. Yeah, yet. like I have this music, but I've never really mixed it. Right, you know, I was like. In Tallahassee at that time, Steve Aoki and, and EDM yeah, was yeah. big. You're playing fucking bloody beat roots and, <laughs> yeah, fucking. and all that shit. But there was also those parties that, you know, two thousands hip hop was big. Yeah. I didn't think Miami was like that at all. It's yeah. like, oh, this is the the Mecca. This is ultra. You're thinking, is, yeah, you're thinking that. Yeah. yeah. And I went into Florida room and like, Ugh. it was yeah. it was bad. So I had to retool. I learned she's like, Look, you did okay, but this is a different place. Yeah. So I spent like before I played another gig, like six months just going and listening. I heard Conflict, yeah. I heard you. Right. Um, who else was out here? Sub Zero. Yeah. And all the dudes that were running. I mean, Ruin was heavy back in those days. Yeah. Like all those dudes. I mean, same thing. But I, mean, I was still fucking learning from everybody. You know, like dudes yeah. like, like, you know, even like Jessica. Jessica at Live was a fucking monster, bro. Monster, like, back then, you, you go out in the beach one day and catch like six yeah. dope. Oh, Do you remember that Ross shit? Ross one, yeah. Everybody. You would like uh, literally. Ross one was living here. Like that time period was like yeah. you could hop around, bro. Those that was Mondays, my those yeah. Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. The the Tuesday, you would hit upset. You would hit a fucking wall. Yep. Like every and you would literally mansion, take mansion, Louis, was a mansion, Louis, yeah, Louis on Tuesdays, yeah. yeah. All that shit was like. Dude, like people don't understand, you know, like it's, yeah, rock it's, bar, yeah, yeah. Oh I shit, I forgot about rock yeah. bar. Rock bar, yeah. Damn. Joe Ma's dog. That's right. Yeah, Joe Ma's built that place. Dog. That's like that, I think that's discotheque. That, that's, that's what I say. I think that's the birth of discotheque because mm -hmm. that's when Danny Days was still open format. Yep. Little side note. That's like yo. Before I die. <laughs> I wish, like, one of my dreams is to see Danny Days do an open Bro, yo, oh, shout out oh. yo and Frisco. They've been trying to right? do, make that happen. Dude, like, I would love to see that guy. Last yeah. time I saw him play, I don't think. No, he, he wouldn't he, do it. He's not about He's, he's deep it, in the techno. No, he, he has the fucking the cross. Deep. He has the, the little cross <laughs> earring, bro. Like, oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fact, fact. He has the, the, the fucking J. Fonseca vibe. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, rock, bro. Those those days were like you literally go and see these DJs and fucking man. like people you, don't understand. You could learn, learn. That was, that was a did. prime of Miami nightlife. Yeah, like, man, it like, all goes in trends. So I think yeah. we're gonna come back up, but it's changed a little bit. I mean, that's why I always like I don't want to sound like I'm the shit, but like at Wood, I always try to keep like the bar raised. Like when people come, bro. Like people come and see me, and there'll be four or five DJs, and I do mean like I do what I do, and like because I know guys that are coming up or like learning and, and i want to let them know that you can't take these risks for sure do this man. do this like don't be that guy don't be the guy playing the same set don't be the guy doing the same shit like like take a risk even even the bigger djs need uh, to remember that yeah. like i always get reminded by that like, when i hear a record i'm like damn i can play this yeah, i forgot yeah. you know you can play whatever you want right. um so you you got in in i mean you were doing your research yeah and what was and then, your your comeback like um, what was like your so i i <laughs> Well, I guess we could touch on how I tanked a couple more times before yeah. that. Um, I opened for Conflict at Joe at set. Uh -huh. Olivia was really well connected, so she'd put me to open. That's a tough room, too. Yeah. That was a tough yeah, room, bro. And I, I was in there like, oh, let me just bang this out, yeah. get the energy high, EDM, EDM. Right. And uh, 
you know, 30 minutes into it, they're like, conflict. Iris yelled at you. Yeah, honestly, conflict. I love that dude. He's he's always been there for me. He tapped me on the shoulder. He was like, look, bro, um, they want me to come back on. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You'll come back. You'll bounce right. back. We'll talk about this. And so he was actually a vital person who really gave me knowledge and how mm-hmm. to really. Think everybody at this yeah. table. Yeah, for sure. bro. Right. Like, if there's one person that I owe a lot to, it's it's that guy, especially for DJ DJ culture. Yeah, yeah. bro. He's 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 a fucking man. Like he's, yeah. He understands it and he knows like the the angle and like the he knows like DJ's intentions. Yeah. So he knows that like you're not trying to mean any harm or like you, he knows that you're not trying to do bad. So he'll be like, yo, look, this is not working right now. Right. Like, but he'll call you the next day and go yeah. over your Bro, that's set. the truest uh. DJ. Like, he'll tell DJ. you, he's like, yo, he's like at 1242, you yeah. played yeah. like a G6. <laughs> And you're like, oh, fuck, then, I don't fucking I don't even have my history later, open. Dude. Three minutes later, you miss your six bar, eight dude, bar intro. He'll tell you that shit. He'll be like, yo, at, at 1242, you played this song and you should have like gone out in the hook instead of letting the verse ride when the verse like. And yeah. Like, oh, shit. Bro, and, and to me, we need more DJs like that because there's a lot of young kids and, and they think they just come in. And I was that young kid at one point. Yeah. And like, I have so much respect for someone because. I, he could have saw me as someone, hey, this is my competition. I'm right. not going to help him. But he wants to push that, that right. culture forward. And yeah, same. I mean, that's that's one thing, I mean, that we've been doing, you know, with the podcast and myself. Bro, and, like, yeah. we try to, you know, that's why we're always like, yo, if you, has a, you guys have any questions, like, whatever you guys want, like, we're here to help. Like, For sure. we're, we, we've learned from our mistakes, and I want you guys to learn from my mistakes. You know, like, we've, we've done our yeah, shit. Yeah, we yeah. Paid we were lucky enough to be in that time where right. those guys were just always willing to help and like right. just like yeah. guide us. You the know, the scene, the scene, the time, like like early early 2010s in in South Beach were just. I told oh. people like it was next level. Like it was you prime. couldn't you couldn't you. It was just because it was prime. Mm-hmm. It was prime. Like the mid 2000s was prime for nightlife, and the and the 2010s were prime for DJing. Exactly. Like there was so much talent. Like yep. And it, it happened a lot when everything kind of shifted. Like when Mauricio and Irie and a lot of like the quote unquote gatekeepers started traveling more and, and the doors opened for guys like Conflict, Juan, right. Jessica, Rue and all those guys. Yep. And they stepped it up. So us from the outside looking in, we were like, yo, these guys fucking and they were trying hard. They weren't like they weren't settled. They weren't doing the regular. They were like trying to come up. So, yeah, we were seeing their hustle and everything. And it was just next level. Man. Yeah, man. I always tell people like, yo, seeing conflict on a Tuesday, like insane. Oh, Wednesday insane. at Mansion, like right. all that. So, right. so yeah, I, I got pulled off some big rooms, you know, like uh, Arcadia yeah. uh, over those six months. And what it really taught me was like, yo, you have to be a better DJ. Yeah. Like you can't just, you know, walk up and be like, hey, here's my library. Let's go. Right. So it took me probably about a year. I'd still open up, but practicing and like yeah. shit that, you know, a lot of people, I think a lot of young kids take for granted is like, yo, you can practice, but really the most practice you get is going out, listening, oh, and then going back and retooling it. And uh, for me, it was like, ah, oh, I, I know what real open format is now, you know? Yeah. And from there, it just started to progress better to where I was able to start headlining a couple of gigs. You also, like, like when you said real open format, it's like back to my theory that I'm like, yo, like Miami teaches you how to DJ for Ooh, the world. Man. Like you, you were, you were coming from Tally and like on some EDM vibes, and then you came over here and you're like, yo, like yeah. I have to play Brazilian music yeah, by till five a.m. Like, yeah, like switch it and dance and hall, like dance hall. Yeah, you know? dude, like that's shit. That's always yeah. 
yeah. always like you learn man like there's so much music that i've learned you know and i still learn you know, yeah every day. I, I would put any miami dj up against any dj in the u.s right and take the miami DJ. all day maybe some bay area djs that are dope yeah but, that's that's the um, only like shout out to all the yeah. bay area dudes like and, and there's no hate but that's just me i, I yeah. know that every dj here is not forced to but taught how to really play all kinds of music yep. and do it right you right. know so i think so that's once why. When when was the crossover? When did you level up to like? Um, it was when I joined the Rich Group. Okay. So I started to make a name for myself. It was like two years of really just grinding it out, opening. Um, I got a couple headline spots. Mm-hmm. Um, was able to headline Live, and by that time I had really taken a lot of time to practice and, and get better and understand. There's a lot you have to do aside from just playing a good set, it's right. catering to crowd, right. shout outs, mic. Yeah. Um, and it really just it it all came to like this culmination of I'd done so much work and made a splash in the scene, I think right. to where, um, conflict sat down with me. He's like, yo, uh, we know we've been talking about bringing you on to the rich group, which is awesome rosters. Like, right. you know, Joe, yeah, Joe, conflict, Jessica, Jessica, captains of the industry. Excel, some yeah, of my favorite Fasano, DJs. Right. Yeah. And I was like, shit, I was 26 at the time. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. This was three years ago. And I was like, damn, this is what I've always dreamed right, of. And right. I was like, do you think I'm ready? And he was like, I think you are. He's like, you know, from that first conversation at set where I had right. to take you off to now. It's to been, now, yeah. yeah. Hey, Bill. And uh, joining them was awesome, man. Lewis is an awesome agent. He pushed me to be better. Right. And also got me to really break out of the just Florida market. He got put you. me in. He used his connections to put me in different places. And, you know, the goal is you go in there, you rock it and hope that they like you. Right. Bring you back. And that was my goal every time. And for like two years, we worked hard and it was always very good feedback, Mm -hmm. never anything bad. And um, that's really what set me off to start moving in different cities. Right. And what I did in each city was make sure that I connected with the person that, and not even like a forced connection, you know, like, hey, if we're cool, we're cool. Like the booker or, or, you know, even the the GM. opener or whoever, like. Opener. I think that's a really important thing to do whenever you travel is, you know, try and link up with some someone who's got feet on the ground mm-hmm. there and just building your network yeah. back to the fraternity days exactly yeah. no and it's, exactly. it's very important because you know like a lot of dude like i hate to hear traveling djs that just do a set and i'm like all right here we go like yeah like, like here comes the clown like, goes beyond you know, that yeah joker <laughs> reference bro come on because you know like i when i say it is like i don't ever want to force be like yo let's be homies because i want you to book yeah. me it's no. yo let's grab some dinner if we vibe we're yeah. cool and if i can help you let me know if and i always help. like i mean i don't travel as much as you but like whenever i connect with somebody or i'm going somewhere i'm always like yo what's working here yeah. like so many regional oh, records 100%. so much shit like it's like yo like you know you, you you gotta connect like don't come in here and play fucking pop smoke and yeah, play, like, yeah. Fuck. like it's not new york bro like you know yeah. li- little, little shit like right. that if you're if you're taking it your job serious you're gonna reach out to right to the homies yeah, right or i mean and that's that's one thing you've i've always seen you like like you work the angles right, which yeah. is dope. So yeah, and like I said, I try to never make it something fo- that's forced. You yeah. know, it's always like I try and be as genuine as I can and let them know, like, yo, let's grab dinner, let's say what's up, right. see what I want to know about you, what you're doing, what business, whatever it is, so I can help or vice versa. You know, yeah. and then from there, it's if it's a cool relationship, you know, I, I have no problem being like, yo, if you have an open date, think yeah. about me. I don't ever be like, yo, 
book me on right. this date. You're not it's, you're not texting, hey, what's up, bro? Do you have anything open this week? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, no. Hey, fam. Yeah. Gonna be in your city, bro. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's it's more like, yo, if you if you have any open dates in the next couple of months, keep me in mind. You know what's crazy? Sure. Like when you're like that, like I mean, even not even mentioning it, just what the way that it's I mean, it's happened to me. I'm pretty sure it's happened to you. Like when you have that kind of mentality and you're just cool with people, like they hit you up, you're like, yo, like when you want to come back? Yeah. Like, yeah. They they're the ones that even ask you instead of yeah. you. Yeah. Asking genuine. Them. It's genuine. They know, and you know, it's it's. it's Dude, it's a relationship, man. Like, yeah, and there's people that I've bumped heads with where I'm like, look, that's not where I need to be, or right. that's not the energy that I want to vibe with, and so we go our separate ways. No. You know, I mean, we've talked we've talked about it um, with uh, a person that books mm-hmm. in a certain place. So we've <laughs> all, us all three of us have played there, and it's literally that relationship with the booker owner. Like you stay with him, you literally stay with him. You yeah. know, like you guys know him. <laughs> so like, you know, he takes you out to eat, and you're chilling with him, hanging out, and it's like he fucks with you, he fucks with you, you know, like, exactly. and he'll book you again. And the thing is right. that if you force it, then it becomes this awkward like situation yeah. where it's like, damn, like this guy kind of made me, not made me, but like it was kind of like forced, and now like then it's more pressure on you to like perform because it's like you're not really homie. So it's yeah. like, right. yo, I book, I didn't book my my other DJ, so I could book you, so like do something. Even even yeah. even the person the person that I'm talking about, he's asked me, yo, like I mean, one time he asked me, he's like, yo, what's up with, you know, so and so? He's like, I booked him, but I don't know. I keep hearing things, and like you know, you're homie, and like what do you think? And I'm like, uh. mm-hmm. I told him like the PG response. <laughs> But um, dude, relationships are it, man. It's, like it's it's, it's so, so important. It's so vital. I think it's vital as just being a human, and I yeah, think it's that's hard. The number one thing, and I think DJs overlook. It's like, bro, just be a good person. Yeah, yeah. And look, like if you're not someone who's very social or introverted, that's okay. But I think it's always important to have like friends and homies yeah. to even just bounce ideas off mm-hmm. to talk to. So that's what I treat, you know, most people as until I'm shown otherwise. Right. You know, like vice versa if i do something wrong to you I, I wouldn't expect you to be like yo crespo's a good guy you know um yeah but i mean it's you're not doing anything wrong yeah yeah no no but i'm you know like in general um it's just something that i've always been taught like yo you got to treat every person with respect and love until- i say I, I and i've been i've been really heavy on it and i, I mentioned it i think on the last one and the one before it's like like I talk to every single person the same way. Yeah, one hundred. Like you keep it. And, and that's one thing that I can tell. Like yo, like since I've known you, you 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 address me the same way that you address anybody else. And there's there's certain people that you know like I think it's a, some DJ that that address people like as DJ like they're like oh I'm talking to this DJ uh, like mm-hmm. it's a DJ status, thing like or it's like yo I'm just talking to a person. Yeah, yeah. that's how it like, is. Doesn't matter. Like, yo, everybody wipes their ass, bro. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. End <laughs> like, of the day, yo. we're all people. You know, we've been around celebrities, we've uh, been around all kinds of shit, and like we know, like they go through the same shit. Yeah, exactly, us, they all bro. put their shoe on one at a time, yeah. bro, just like we do. Yeah, I've I've been in a party where I see like a celebrity standing there by themselves, not knowing what to do, and I'm yeah. like, mm. I've been in that situation. Yeah. You know, like that's a person. Yeah. You know, as much as they may not think they are at the right. point. Right. Um. So from rich to where you are now, like yeah. you want to give us a rundown? Yeah. So um, I was with Rich for three years. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. We uh, built some really good residencies. I was able to bring some into the team also. Right. Um, and what's cool is with them is like, you know, one person kills it. Then we try and bring in a couple right. of the people that we think would fit. It's never forced. Right. Um, I left last year uh, to go with a bigger company, okay. a management company. Um, there was no real reason. I just wanted to see if I could take the next step. 
and uh so far it's been awesome the, this was that, company was that tough to make that decision or it was or really tough it's probably the toughest did you know? career decision i've ever made you know yeah and, um I, i'm not sure if they're unhappy with it um and i'm not that i'm unhappy with it it's just i definitely miss hanging with them and like right. we're still yeah. all friends and homies yeah but um i had to try this and, and take the jump and so this company called 360 they manage um calvin harris tiesto I'm pretty much the only open format DJ on the roster. Um, they have Will Smith, Jada, Jaden. Right. Um, right. So they they had Travis a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So they, they're a great management team. Um, I decided to jump over to them to see what we could do. And uh, it's been really cool. I've been able to do some really awesome things. I'm touring with Jaden Smith right now, right. which is dope. Um, something I've always wanted to do. So last year we went on tour with Follow Boy, which is fucking awesome. Of course. I was like, did you that happen through your uh, through the management or you knew uh, uh, Jaden before that or so i my manager yeah, let's who, break down uh, that we were gonna that's, yeah. that's one of our points if you want to break down the whole um the Jaden mm-hmm. connection and everything and yeah so like five years ago i was djing at this uh club in orlando called tier okay and uh there's this old school dj named d nice i don't know if you know like the old school d nice d n y he was crooklyn clan yeah, yeah he's yeah, my yeah. manager now david savage right oh um, shit i didn't know that was him yeah Oh, fuck. So I was DJing. It's like 155. Lights are about to come on. And a fucking Rolex hits my turntable. And the music stops. The needle's like bumping on the right. side. I'm like, what the fuck? And this guy's like, points to me. He's like, yo, you did a good job. You can have that. And I was like, what? <laughs> this, who's this guy? Oh, fuck. Just fucking throw a Submariner on my, on my decks. So I'm like, okay dope so he hangs around he's on the mic i have this rolex on my wrist that i've never had my fucking arms like 10 pounds and uh lights come on everybody leaves and i turn around this guy's gone i'm like what the fuck did he really just give me this rolex yeah it's a real baller um so did it have it it, was it like engraved with his phone number (laughs) business card yeah was it like that's what i was thinking i was like return to finder yeah yeah um so i um I wake up the next morning. There's like 38 missed calls on my phone. I'm like, who the fuck is this? I call him back. He's like, yo, do you have my watch? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bro. Who is this? He's like, it's D-Nice. He's like, I want to fucking manage you one day. Like, you were fucking awesome. He's like, can I have my watch back? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's all good. I made sure he got the watch back. And from that moment, he was like, yo, I'm going to do something big for you one day. Uh, flash forward to now. Yeah. Two years ago, he's like, yo, uh, I think I'm ready to, you know, see what I can do for you. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, my brother, Miguel Melendez is his name. Uh, he managed will, he manages okay. will since fresh Prince days. Wow. Managed Robin Thicke. Some other people. He's like, we're starting a management team. He's like, I want to bring you on. Um, I'm going to be managing you and Jaden Smith. And I was like, Fuck, Holy shit. that sounds really cool. It could be awesome. Um, it was kind of a, definitely a risky jump cause yeah. they didn't really, I haven't known them for knowing, doing anything with music. So uh, I was like, you know, let's maybe try it. Leaving yeah. Rich Group for this. Was and you tough. were like in the one of the biggest open format DJ yeah. groups, groups in the, in the, in the squads. Game. Yeah, you were like, yeah. I mean, the, the, the at the time you joined. At the time, yeah, it was like, you know, everybody. I know Lewis would get an email every day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Can I be on Rich? Yeah. <laughs> how, do I, how do I get on Rich? For sure. And, so. you know, um, it was the craziest decision. It took me like a month to actually make it. Yeah. And talking with people and even making that phone call to lewis is right. like damn this Oof. is tough this is not easy dreadful like yeah um but we're all cool we're all friends and, and 
like I excelled down here. I was going to go kick yeah. it with him. Yeah, I, I had him up the other day. I had him up on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. And they're all homies and they're still like idols to me, you know, like yeah. I look up to all them, take notes from them. And, right. You know, um, but yeah, so I, I made the jump and ever since it's been like a really cool progression because I didn't know what else I could do. I've always yeah. wanted to play in Vegas, um, have a residency there, big residencies just in any city. And um, 360 definitely helped me get there. They opened the door for Vegas. And so now I have the residency at Marquee and Tau, nice. right. which is dope. Um, and that was always like the dream for me. It was like, man, yeah. every time I go to Vegas, I'm like, I just want to play once. Right. You know? um, and they opened that relationship and the door. And ever since, that's been awesome. You know, um, just going to Vegas, Chicago, New York. And then the tour stuff with Jaden's awesome too. You know, that's, I've always wanted to play arenas. And see what it's like to you watch guys, it happen. You guys did Lala, right? Did Lala. We've done Rolling Loud. Dude, like but major shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you had never been on like a tour like of that magnitude never, before. That never, stage bro. is just I wild. did a couple yeah. shows with Wiz in college. And, right. And that was it. And so, you know, every day it was like you wake up. It's a whole nother animal. 4 p.m. You're at the venue setting up, sound checking. Yeah. It's all like schedule. Schedule. Like, bro, just making call times. And I, I don't know if I'd want to do it anymore. And I'm thinking about like weaning off of it because it's been a lot. Um, but it was like 4 p.m. Yeah. to 11. Then you hop on a bus. How for long eight would hours. you guys be on tour at a time? Um, like the longest one was 45 days. <sighs> yeah. Holy shit! And there's a 60 day one coming up. And it's so. every day. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Did Post Malone. Yeah. Um, what else? Young Thug and J Cole. And you get used cool. to the like the the time like. Yeah. So then when you get off, it's like. It's like oh shit! What's, what, what do I do, I do with do? all this time? <laughs> right. Yeah. So it was it was exhausting, and I don't know how tour DJs do it, man, because it's like you're sleeping on a bus, waking up in the next city, yeah. showering in the hotel, and then going straight to the venue. It's, it's, I mean, it's a I did it once with with uh, lunch money. Shout out lunch money yeah. for like five days, and yo, it was like a dope experience. So much fun, like you know, he's a fucking awesome dude. So like, I loved hanging out with them. But when I got back, I was like, yo, I'm never doing Poor it again, man. Bro. It was exhausting on my relationship, on my yeah. life. How did you family? balance that, like? It was almost impossible, bro. And you, like, and what about were you DJing? Like I would DJ. Gigs? Were you doing after parties? I was doing after shit? parties yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. kind of blocked off the forty-five days from regular club touring and would do. Just booked around the the shows. And that was cool because it was like I played in cities I'd never been before. Right. So built networking connections out there too, which is cool. Dope, you know? dope, dope. Yeah, man, that's definitely like. I mean, that's something I've 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 never done. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, I got asked by. Uh, by somebody who does stuff like that like yo would you be down and i'm like fuck yeah like, yeah and it's, it's like, a dope like it's another little tool to have because you learn like i had never like talked in front of thousands of people like not i mean on the mic on a club is different than right. like An people arena. there to see a show yeah. and you're just there and they don't yeah. know who you are you know what's funny that like um i remember spider i think on the road podcast he was like yo motherfuckers hated me opening for fucking blink because he was opening yeah. for blink yeah he's like people hated me they're like yo just get off like we want to see the show <laughs> like I mean, it's, it's it's a different thing, but at the same time, it's like, yo, he was he was just preaching about that, and um, and Kid Cutup was opening up for Pink. He's actually doing Share now. Wow. And yeah, right. he's like, yo, and I'm like, dude, like, what are you fuck? He's like, bro, it's like you're playing for mom. It's you play Return of the Mac and TLC No Scrubs, and they fucking yeah. get wet. And I'm like, oh shit. So it's it's just that format. Of it's like, tough. Yeah. Like I have a lot of respect for Spider because man, that crowd has got to be tough. Dude, you know? I mean, it's, you could fucking go up there and do backflips, and they right, still don't like, give a shit. Yeah, bro. They want to see fucking Travis come out and play the fucking drums. Yep, exactly, exactly. You know what? Let's 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 break it down to the questions just to kind of like keep yeah, it moving. For sure, for sure. Um, so, yeah, that was the come up. 
No, if no, it so, doesn't come up, if it I, I mean, doesn't come up, hopefully bro, we get so we get so sidetracked that I'm trying to like <laughs> keep a timeline. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have um, some questions for you guys too. Oh, we all got whoa. questions. Yeah. All right, let me let me hit you with a few. Um, some of them are kind of similar, so let me kind of like put them together. Cool. And you know, who's your favorite D- or inspirational DJ or biggest influence coming up? Like while you were coming up, who was like somebody that you were like, yo, like. Damn, like, that's it. Like, um, man, I'm I'm half Filipino, so Cubert was always the guy that right. I would just watch. Aside from AM, right, of course, right. And then there was DJs here, man. Like, yeah, you know, Conflict and Jessica. Right. I saw Jessica play this set opening for Treasure Fingers. Oh, back, like when New Disco I, was fucking popping. I remember when I first moved back to Miami. Like, it was she would kill that fucking opening Ooh. set for Ross. Like. It was gotta get it was that pod, shit. So yeah, she's I, I appreciate that. Yo, like yeah, Jessica would play the fucking all those new uh new disco bangers and like it was a mix because it was so like the way that she would program it was so good because she would go from indie into new disco into EDM. Yep. But it was like the flow of it was, it was so good, perfect, man. Bro. So yeah. good, yeah, dude. Yeah, so you know, there's so many DJs that inspire me. Even the young ones that are still learning. Like right. I learned shit from these kids in Tallahassee. I'm like, yeah. what record was that? You know? Right. Like, so I'm always looking for inspiration. So right. like, you know, for me, it's like every DJ inspires me. Right. But what I grew up on was like those guys, Cuber. Yeah, Cuber. He just turned 50, bro. <laughs> he looks 30. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> well, they were saying like, he's going to look 30 until he turns 60 and he's going to look 90. He's got that Pharrell gene. <laughs> nah, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna melt. Yeah, he's gonna go yeah. down three inches and look like a fucking old man, bro. <laughs> I got a question for you. We were talking, kind of talking about it before. Uh, how do you like manage to stay healthy, mental, physically, yeah. all that? Ooh, That's one man. of the big things. Cause you've been, you've been one of the dude. Like, I mean, I've, I've been on it for almost a year now, mm-hmm. and you've been one of the main dudes besides besides conflict, like that are like living that life, like. Ooh. Like, how do you do it, and what's your regimen? Like, what do you have a schedule routine? Like, I've been on the routine line. We're yeah. trying to push that healthy DJ life. Yeah. No, me too, bro. Because honestly, it, it's taxing. It's a, yeah. probably one of the more taxing careers aside from like a football player, right? Or UFC fighter. Um, it it started when I was drinking too much. Yeah. I think it was about five years ago. Um, I started having really bad stomach problems. Was like, what the fuck's going on? You know, shit and blood. All kinds of yeah. shit where I was like, what the fuck's yeah. going on? Like, you know, I was drinking heavily and just being like, yo, the world's fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm going to drink every night. We get paid to do this right. shit. Um, and I was like, I got to figure out what the hell's wrong with me. And um, I was having stomach issues and being a stomach ulcer. Fuck. And uh, I was like, no wonder I'm in so much pain whenever I take alcohol in or something yeah. acidic. And I was like, shit, you know, doc, what's causing this? He's like, how much are you drinking? And I told him like, shit, you know, I drink three, four nights a week. Right. You know, even if sometimes it's just a couple shots, right. it's like that most normal people adds up. Yeah, don't like, do that, you know? Um, so I really had to buckle down on drinking. I stopped drinking heavily. I'll take one night a week where I'll drink right. or drink heavily, depending on who's there, what the night is like. Right, 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 right. Um, I usually keep it to one, one week, one day a week. One day a week, right. Yeah. Um, and so on top of that, I really try and get in the gym, yeah. even if it's like just body movement, like stretching Active. something because right. for me it's i really noticed i was having back pain too was sitting on airplanes yeah. all the time fucking traveling so much it's like yo what's going on um so yeah i developed this regimen where i try and hit the gym like two three times a week even if it's just moving for right. 20 minutes um i used to try and 
be swole and do all that yeah, shit. But, yo, nah. you doing it? Zaya's <laughs> over here. Like U- UFC nah. gym. He's about to punch nah. the punching bag but through I the wall. Bro, people, I'm uh, waiting. I'm waiting for the the showdown oh, conflict yeah. versus. We yeah, 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 we've I'm had waiting. some smokers in the gym. Dude. <laughs> no, we got the spark? video. Yeah, we got videos. Uh, Fucking spark, bro. Spark. Ah, but I think people underestimate, bro. Like especially DJing and like, yo, it's like you get used to like four nights three nights dude, or whatever it, it turning up party you, and then bro. if you don't do any exercise you just like you be yeah. dude I, you I don't used, realize it till it's too late yo i used to i mean i've lost like 30 pounds yeah but dude i've i used to literally thursday get fucked up sleep in friday sometimes i would dude i would literally have to set an alarm i'm not even kidding to do like some of the happy hour gigs because i would sleep like yep. i would wake up and i kind of snooze and then i'm like four o'clock and i'm like shit i gotta go to fucking so-and-so at five or at six and i'm fuck like yeah and i'm like and in my head i'm like like the backpack of my head like my conscience is like 5 p.m people are <laughs> finishing their days and you're starting your day like you've been in bed you uber eats like you Bro. order uber eats and like, the thing is and especially back then like i think there's like a stigma and then you don't even realize you're in it but like yeah this is dj life bro and like, the other thing what we do and we wake up at two bro dude, we were doing we were doing when we were doing mansion and all that shit like oh my god dude we would get so fucked up and also the quality of my sets went down yeah like i've yeah. i've stepped my shit up in the last two years just because i've been like yo, focused focus i'm like yo, sure. like, i'm so I was playing with fucking fucking Dimitri and like Mike, like, <laughs> like, and it was the same shit because I knew that's what the tourists wanted to hear, and like it was the same thing. It's funny I meet people now that have never heard me play EDM. Yeah, like gigs, yeah. like when gigs like heard me play EDM, I was like, bro, I'm like, oh, I'm like, by the way, I took him to Sway. I'm like, yo, by the way, I'm gonna play like EDM. You never heard me. Do you play like this playing shit. it? I do. I can tell. I really I like do. that though. That's I awesome. really love playing EDM. Yeah, like, but it's. Has to be played the right way. And, and but like, the right back place. then, you could do it with your eyes closed, like yeah. Yeah. all yeah. The fucking one twenty eight. All day. but I love playing EDM. Like, yeah. dude, that's that's fun. one thing. Like, we're talking about Chicago. Like, mm-hmm. like I had so much fun in Chicago, and I'm going back, and it's like, yep, big ups to Gordo. Yeah, the uh, homie, homie Gordo, Nav- Navic, the whole squad up there. Um, Metro, like, yeah, yo, Chicago's so much fun, and like, I mean, it's the home of ha- the birth of house music, and yeah. like. That energy is so good. I think it's necessary. It's necessary, dude. Bro. It's so fire. And that's why, like, yeah. even at certain venues, like, I do an up-tempo set where, you know, dude, if I can play uh, We Found Love, I'm playing We Found Love. Bro. And that's literally. That's funny you that's, said that. That's, <laughs> to me, that's that's what turns the page. If yep. this hits right, I can go more housey. If not, I'll go more pop. Yep. Like, yep. It's, it's songs like that that are like, yo, because it's energy, bro. Yeah. Like, energy. Like, it's so good. People react to it, and it takes them back. There's these rooms that are like, yo, play straight hip hop. I'm like, you know, most hip hop right now is like slow as shit. Yeah. And I'm like, it's whack. I'm like, I just want to play one record to show this room yeah. what it could be. And so sometimes I do, even if they're like, don't do this. Yep. I'm like, well, and then I'm the crowd remembers, like, oh, yeah. And then this. the CO2 blast goes and they're like, yo, there's actually energy in this room. Yeah. Like, you kind of like reset the room in a positive way. Even if it's a Joe Miles remix. Of course. We run it. I heard one you guys talking about oh, never fails, fails, bro. They never fail. Yeah. You know? yeah. Which one hits? When in doubt, you type <laughs> Joe Miles, dog. That congratulations one just uh, hits. Bro. All of them, bro. What were you talking about? Um, and, and, antidote? Those are uh, Shug one. I've been playing the Shug Goosebumps. one. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. That's Goosebumps. what it is. Yeah. But Fire. yeah, I mean, back to the health stuff, like it, it's really important. Like two years can go by and you could realize like, yo, I've been drinking for two years and yeah. that shit snaps. Like, and you, you, you'll you think it's not a big deal. It's like all social, no. like now nah, it's part of the job. Yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah. And then yeah. a year passes. Yo, like, yo, people I'm ask me like, yo, have you lost so much weight? I'm like, I just cut down on drinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Like, Bro, that's the easiest that's, way to gain weight. Dude, yeah. that's, that's, that's 
the 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 weight that I've lost, most of it is because I've cut back on drinking. Yeah. Like so, I, I'm, I'm, my bad. Go ahead. No, yeah, no, like, no. It's just it's just I. I mean, I drink half the amount of days, and then the days that I do drink, I drink half the amount. Brian's like, "Who are you, bro? Who are you? Bro? I mean, <laughs> what are you doing? Only, not drinking? Like, it's only so long you could do it to where you're like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't even want this. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, man, and it's just so like, nine. I appreciate now where I get really faded. I'm uh, like, oh, yeah, this is it's fun. like an event. Yeah. I plan right. it like two weeks yeah. ahead, and like, then oh, I can I'm actually, I actually up. know I could DJ better because I, I've, I've practiced, I've, right. I've done the time right. and all that shit. Um, yeah, like some of the things that I do is I'm always taking vitamins. Conflict 100%. taught me that. So when we were on the road, it's like vitamin C, probiotic. Packed up seven days a week. Yeah, like I don't skip a day of vitamins. I try and get at least six hours of sleep. Um, water. And then, yeah, water. Yeah, Those three underrated. things. And, you know, I know this sounds funny, but like if you're not hydrated, you feel like shit. Dude, so I literally, yo, yesterday Balance I, yesterday I peed and it was yellow and I was like, what's wrong with me? Bro? <laughs> I was so disappointed in myself. I'm not being an like, adult. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I got to drink. I yeah. like literally got out of the bathroom and I came and I fucking like made myself, I mean, served myself a big glass of water. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. they sell these tablets I take on the road at a vitamin shop and they're packed with electrolytes. You just drop it in water and then next day well, I drink What it. water do you drink though? Uh, ah, just water. Hey, you gotta drink just water. Plug, shout, plug. Out Jayden. Hey. shout out, Jaden. Shout out, Jaden. I like that. I need no, that I mean, case, bro. Yeah, no. <laughs> gotta be good to the environment. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna send some. I'm gonna give you my mailing address, <laughs> brother. We, I'm gonna see if they'll put a little MIA tag hey, on it too. Collab. Yeah. Yo. Sponsored by that, that coconut one though. for Basil, bro. We should see. We hey, yeah. Um, Can't spill the beans. Yeah. So, so those things, bro. Like I that. Uh, electrolyte pack on the road the next morning if i'm if i'm hungover it makes me like feel 10 times better so nice small things like that just always being conscious of it because yeah. there was a point where i wasn't and i realized like yo what the fuck i have a stomach ulcer. Now, yeah. How i'm sure you're able to just do so many more things it's like Work out, incredible you know spend it's an hour active, doing man. nothing yeah. it's literally do shit like it's it's, it's wild I never thought I would be able to be a D, like back then DJ and wake up at nine in the morning or ten in the morning like bro. regularly. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's crazy. That's talk, what I've been bro. doing. I, I feel so weird now yeah. that I do it. Now it's normal to me, and I'm like, this is amazing. And, bro. and you do that West Coast from East Coast to flight all the oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah. That shit's but not easy. I like. I kind of like that because you get three hours back when you yeah. come over here. Yeah. I feel like you know. I literally feel like I time travel when I come back. Yeah. Always, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I left there at 12 and I'm here at 2. Yeah. But you guys use a bus, right? Or um, When I solo travel, but we do plane. Mm. But then most of the time we do bus. Um, that Fresh Prince plane or? I wish. I've only, <laughs> been, I've only been on the PJ a couple times. Oh, a couple times. A <laughs> couple times. You know you've been on a PJ when you call it a PJ. The PJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. On the PJ. I just thought that's what everybody called it. Right. Right. I've never oh, been on a private PJ, jet, yeah. bro. <laughs> private jet. Private jet, right? Man. I got a... Um, a question best advice for an upcoming dj i mean you've been pretty much hitting everything but is there yeah. anything that um, don't buy your followers from pakistan just yeah. don't buy your <laughs> followers period that's always been something that i've i think is like really detrimental to the psyche of yeah. who you are you know what yeah. I'm saying? everybody else may be like yo he has thirty thousand followers but in your heart you're like fuck i bought all these followers yeah. and i get two comments on my pictures i think just really trying to generate like real content and real right. fans connection like, yeah um and and don't just post shit to post it you know like what you guys are doing is fucking awesome like <laughs> this you. is real content i was looking at the page and there's one with you and the tube going down the <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm like this is fucking awesome like, i was with beto well beto is like, here <laughs> i think as young djs you know watch us they want to do exactly 
content wise what yeah. we're doing but i think when you're original you yeah. give people something it much always more to attach to when you when you're real it always like Bro. translates way better exactly. and i've seen the videos you've done like i really really enjoyed that one you did it uh of going to vegas like yeah like you know you played in vegas but you were talking about how like you no. used to go there and like die in a play and then yeah. full circle you started playing like that little clip of just you talking instead of the club right right club and, shot and to me it's like uh whenever i approach something it's like i just want to be me because no one else is you know yeah. and, like that's what you guys do too right. it's like, you're Cass, you're zaya and and i think some of these young DJs like yo i need to be like vice i need to Man. be like yeah. dj Snake. i mean i think we were all we preach back in the day yeah we preach yeah. about that and like we we mentioned how like there was a time when everybody wanted to be conflict yeah like yeah. everybody would yeah, fucking yeah. transform on fucking uh uh pursuit of pursuit happiness. happiness that's it is yeah that's the conflict like every time i hear somebody transform on pursuit of happiness i'm like relax one like, yeah, it's not you, bro. Mean, like look, but do you i mean that's, yeah in in a world of like comment pods and story viewers and buying uh -huh. likes it's like how do you set yourself apart and the only way you can do that is really doing you and putting out content that that is you you right. know so like when i saw this video i'm like yo that is so dope that mm. is that is cast to the to the t you know and this we is were, my we radio were, yo we don't got the fucking rapid uh what is it you can talk, bro. <laughs> He's like, I, I just got a, go, a GoPro with. I, we no, but you got the the membership, right? Oh, I got the season pass. Oh, <laughs> the wow. Season pass. I didn't even know Rapids was still open. Yeah, yeah dog, we've been, we've been a few times. Okay. Yo, we, next field yo, trip, I'm in. There we go, bro. <laughs> and that shit is lit. Yo. I took a DJ so retreat fun, trip. Dog, it was like four of us, and we fucking like had such a good time. Can, can I talk about? Yeah, yeah, talk about whatever you want. We should do shrooms and do that shit. <laughs> I mean, whatever You can cut that part I mean, out if we need nah, to. Well, nah, we're good. I mean, um, but during the, when is it? It's like slow season. I mean, not slow I mean, we season. went we went the week after school opened and, bro, no lines. <laughs> That's no awesome. Lines. Yo, amazing. we ran it. Listen to this shit, dog. This kid, Hold on, we gotta, <laughs> this kid was so live, bro. How did it start? Okay, we're, so wa we were, we're walking by this. Um, oh, we got to start from when he was with his dad. Oh, so first we see this fucking... Uh, we did his family, and it's like a uh, George Costanza looking guy, and his son is rubbing, uh, He's rubbing sunscreen all over his back. But like when you rub sub sunscreen on someone's back, it's usually like disappearing. This dude is rubbing <laughs> a coat of paint on this guy's back. Like it's it's just a straight white canvas. Like he's just walking around. The and we were like, we were like, yo, what the fuck? And we we're like, we're like family. looking and laughing or whatever. So later on, we walk by um, one of the the slides that. It's 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 a, uh, it's a bigger side, side and it's for four people. Yeah. And then like it has like a funnel. So like it brings you down and you go up and down and up and down. And we're walking by and Roddy's like, yo, fuck this shit. <laughs> he's like, fuck no. He's like, I'm not going. And then we hear a voice out of nowhere. Like high pitch, like, stop being a little bitch. Yeah, no, he knows. <laughs> no, he called him a pussy. He's, he's like, like, stop being such a pussy. pussy. Stop Roddy being such a pussy. Around. Roddy turns yo, around and it's this little I've never heard Cass laugh I start so like, ever. bro, I cannot fucking stop laughing. I was like, Dude, ah. we, we turn around and it's this little tubby fat kid that with was, a yarmulke oh, on. Wow. Who, and it was oh the same God. kid who had just been oiling up his dad's back. And he looked right at Roddy, like with the confidence of a 15 foot tall person. And wow. was just like, don't be such a pussy. Oh, I, my I God. Cannot That's stop, amazing. I cannot stop laughing. And then he came up to us and he was like talking to us and. It was a ride for four people, and it was three of us. And I was like, yo, I'm like, ride with us. He rode the wow. fucking That's amazing. Dog, he rode bro. the slide with us, and this, this is the best part. This is the, best, the best part is the end. I'm, I'm going to let you say Dude, that. He was so funny. Like, 
through the whole. What did he? What was it? He said there was. He had one. He had one <laughs> zinger. But in the end, when he was asking us. For oh, oh yeah. After we got like the whole line, he was in this. He was in the line with, with us the whole time. He was hilarious. The kid was so funny. Just the random thing. Oh. He said um, to Roddy, I'll bet you $1,000. And, and Roddy was like, do you even have $1,000? He goes, I come fucking correct, all right? You better have your $1,000. And this kid is like, like, this little Jewish kid. And young, I come correct. This, this kid is like 12, 13 years old. Yeah, he's swearing up a storm. I come fucking correct, bro. Dude, it was so funny. And then when we get off the slide, the best part, the best part he turns to Cass. He's like, yo, man. He goes, now where I can get some weed? Like, give me some weed. <laughs> what? And we're like, dude, you're going back with your church group. Right he was now. like, he was like, yeah, so I, like, like, I know y'all got a pen on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was like, where's the jewel? And I was like, uh, well, we'll see you later, bro. <laughs> this kid was all of 12 years. Like, he had just had his bar mitzvah. We asked him. We're like, That's dude, amazing. you have a DJ for your bar mitzvah? He's like, yeah, I just had it, dude. Don't worry about that. Like, Holy yeah, shit. Don't worry about that. Dude, it was so funny. This kid was a legend. And now he's a DJ. What was his name? I don't know, bro. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, it was, like or super dude, it was I don't know, that bro. But man. that's that fucking legend. awesome. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how we even got there. Damn, I gotta get this rapids pass, bro. Dude, we shit. Us, it's, it's super. I mean, you, so bro, you live, you live right there. Yeah, that's true. You're, you're halfway there, bro. Next time we go, yeah. we'll let you know. Oh I'll man, let's see. All right, so let's hear these questions for us. Yeah, you said you had questions. Oh, okay. Um, wait, real quick, one last thing to touch on these young DJs. Um, I think yeah, one thing that's really important is like. Don't be afraid to go take a flight, even if you don't have a gig somewhere. Yeah. Go see what's going on. Never. I always tell people that. It's the biggest thing you could do. A lot of times when I travel, I go, I stay, I either go a day before or I go a day, or I stay a day after. Yeah. And I normally stay a day after if I've been there a day before. Yeah. Like, yo, I tell people that is the best thing you can do. Especially if your friends are traveling DJs, bro. If they're your friends. Like, yeah. like it's, an it's an investment. Like, yo, like I always tell people when I travel, like, yo, if you want to ride with me, like, or I've gone to cities where I go for normal shit or like I'll stay an extra day and I'll go somewhere else and I fly out of there or whatever. Like, right. you know, places like Chicago, like we said, you know, um, like Phoenix, like Arizona, that vibe in Arizona is dope. San Diego, the Bay. Like, yeah. I mean, here, it's, it's these are cities that like, it's so different. Like, come and watch everything. Feel like, the culture. Know yeah. what's going on. Meet people. Like, right. You know, that that's the best way to jump out of your small You learn. Park. You learn. Yeah. People, people don't. Like that's why, like I don't, I don't put live mixes from wood because I go so every. I, that's where I literally like try everything, and people ask me I'm like, "Yo, how do how do you get away with it?" And I'm like, "Yo, like it's just about how you do it." And I can play salsa, I can play Hector yep. Laveau and fucking Oscar de Leon for twenty thirty minutes, and everybody dances. Dances, yeah. Like no matter, bro. I love. That's my favorite thing. Wasn't one of my favorite things about Miami is like. No matter how much of a thug, you know, no matter what the fuck you want to do, say La Cruz comes out and you start dancing. Mm -hmm. Come correct, Boom. bro. Mm -hmm. Boom, bro. <laughs> Straight up. Straight you up. play that Gloria Estefan, and that's... Ooh, look at the segue. Yeah. Look at the segue. Yeah. Look at the segue. <laughs> oh, that? wow. He's got oh, the T. Wow. Wow. I wish everybody could see this. I just, Cash just I just pulled out the in the mail, though. Damn. He just pulled out the dopest Glory. Glory 2000. 2000? Wow. I just, I just it looks clean, one. too. Yeah, it's, it's brand new. Yeah. Hold That's on. hard. I gotta take a picture and put this on. That's hard, bro. I'm gonna rock this tonight because it's already out there. You guys putting it out there, so I gotta wear it <laughs> you're tonight. Right, you're right, right. <laughs> With the aquas. I gotta wear Not the even, aquas, bro. Yeah. No Miami sound machine, just straight Gloria. I, I, I wear the Miami sound machine for the, the link up, the, the green one. Oh, shit. I got like four, I got like four Gloria shirts. Um. All right. So I had a couple of people have questions for you guys, actually. Ooh. Damn. I thought they were gonna ask you, bro. 
please ask the guys their favorite hole in the wall food spots in Miami. Oh man, Guayacan. That's where I take every DJ. Why haven't I been? Oh, you, you tell me. I've, I've taken. I've taken uh, Lion Prince, Chris Villa, Jay Spinoza, Phenom, uh, all these of, dudes. What kind of food? food? Oh shit! Dude, you tell me. Uh, it's on A Street. A lot of people think Los Ranchos is the best high-end Nika spot. This is like a sit-down because you got like the fritanga, which is common, which is a, the Yelp $1 sign. This is a 2 or $3 sign. <laughs> and it's like fine. Um, Guayacan is, is my to-go. Um, and then there's just a bunch of other randoms. My favorite, I'll keep it simple, and also just because it's like... Vicky's? No, 30 seconds from my crib. Uh. Uh, Mary's. Mary's, yeah. Mary's oh, Coin Laundry. Mary's Coin Laundry, yeah. What? Oh, we did a photo shoot there, bro. <laughs> That's my favorite. Damn, I need I, to write this shit down, I, bro. I mean, I, I, I like Cuban food. That's like my, yeah. my favorite. Mary's, Mary's is fire. Um, Flanny's, man. Like, Flanny's, Flanny's is, is, yeah, you is can't go wrong. To go, like, like, a must. I always tell people Flanny's, um, Guayacan, I mean, Pinolandia, uh, Yambo, all Nika. I mean, I'm Nika, yeah. so it's like all the Nika shit. Fire. Um, Raised pizza, bro. If you really want to cheat, raised pizza. Raise if you yeah, never had Cuban pizza with chorizo, yo, what? the pizza is like this, and it's this much cheese, this much cheese, and it's like half and half of like bread and cheese. Bro, right. next time we eat, we're not eating at Kush anymore. We're going oh, no. somewhere. Kush is fire. Kush is fire. Yeah. Well, I need to go to these. I spots. took. I took. Uh, I have friends from San Antonio, and I took them to Kush. Kush is another hole in the wall. Literally a hole in the wall. Dope. Um. Yeah. I, mean, I like. Right. I like right. the places that like. It's like. My abuelita in the back cooking. Yeah. Like, you just tell them how you want something, and they, even though they don't get it on the menu, they're just like, "Oh yeah, I got yeah. you." Like, what do you want? All right, my spots. Um, let's see. This is from a young artist. He says, "How do we get as a young artist? How do I get on DJ's radar?" Um, play your cards right. Be respectful. Like, if I'm DJing and you come up to me, like, understand that I'm DJing. If like. Talk to me when I'm not mixing. Give me your card. Be like, hey, yo, what's up, man? Look, I'm an artist. Like, can I get your email? Yeah. Or like, like, yo, you know, what's what's your Instagram? Blah blah blah. Like, like, don't come at me and expect me to play your record right away. Don't come at me aggressively. Like, come at me from the business side mm -hmm. and let's build a relationship. It just goes back to being a that's fucking it. good human, bro. Yep. Like, yeah, don't, don't be all be fucked rude. up. Like, yeah, don't come like fucked up and don't Yo, come play like, my record. Yeah, Here's my USB. I, don't give a I don't give a fuck who you know, bro. Cause yeah. I probably know them. You know, people have told me, Yo, this uh, shit's hot, bro. So, Everyone's going to like it. Dude, yeah. I had nah. example, example, listen to this shit. I had, um, I was at the wharf and I was doing the happy hour shift and the happy hour shift peaks at like, Seven, right? Seven, eight. Seven, eight-ish is like prime, and then it kind of resets for the late night. Um, it's like at the time we weren't playing that much Latin. This guy comes up to me, and he's like, yo. He's like, what's up, man? He's like, um, Guillermo told me to ask you to play this. And, and I'm like, well, what is it? He's like, oh, it's a reggaeton song. And I'm thinking it's Garcia. I'm like, oh, this dude works with Rimas, whatever. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And I'm like, what song is it? He's like, oh, it's called whatever, whatever. And I'm like, oh, I don't have it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not. And I'm like, oh, well. Guillermo, I'm like, Garcia? And he's like, no, Guillermo. And that's the manager dude, right? The dude that always runs around. I guess happened to be, I thought he was talking about a DJ, but he's talking, he's telling me that, yo, the manager says you can play this. And I'm like, look, man. I'm like, I don't care who's telling you what unless he comes up to me and tells me right. to play it. Yeah. I'm not going to play this I've shit. I've had someone tell me yo, that the this, owner. This girl airdropped a song to me. The, the dude's chick. Like, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, all right, cool. And I played it and it was 
terrible. Yeah. Fucking yeah. terrible. And I'm like, yo, like, I, like, and the dude was like, yo, the that's manager the came up to me. He's like, yo, I'm so sorry. I love blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm like, yo, like, that song, I raced the song right after I played it. Yeah, I'm like, bro. I'm not even going to, like, when I scan my shit, I'm not going to put this in, in my Latin crate that I would randomly play, you know, but just build a relationship. Yeah. Honestly, like, uh, I have to hear the record before. Yeah. So, like, if you want me to hear it, let me hear it a day before. But also, and the thing is, like, exactly what you're saying, like, if you really care about your song and you want the record to do well, you you don't care about it being played right now. You yeah, care about like, exactly. is it good? Right. And, are you, and are you going to listen to it? And then give me feedback and then play it. Not 100%. Like, Yo, I want to hear it in the club so everyone feels like... That's real. You know what sure. I'm saying? And like, don't send me a, an email that's CC'd and I'm... Right. You know, send me a personal email. Like, yo, Crespo, right. I really want you to listen to this record. Right. This is what I'm trying to push. And I'll listen. But make, if it's and, like... And also make sure artists... I'm gonna screen record this. BCC artist, yeah, BCC. <laughs> I, I love when conflict replies. To the, conflict who's that? Who's that? that always replies. Yeah, who's that email that like every DJ guy and then like and conflict like replies. Five people reply and everyone's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna." And they're like, "Take me off, take me off." There was one where Lewis replied. Yeah, that one. one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have an answer actually. Oh. One thing. One thing I've never had a DJ do. I've always thought this would be a super smart idea, and I've never had anyone do this. It would be super easy for any artist. Leave your song open in in your DAW, uh, Pro Tools, whatever you use, and then just delete a section where you could just fill in the DJ's name. Go to the club, see what DJ is playing, and then write their name down, go home, and put their name in your song and come back to them like, yo, I have a song, I have a version of my song, and I put your name in it. So at least... I'll listen. I'll be like, damn, I want to hear it. Yeah. I'll at least yeah. listen. Genius idea. I like that. And then, you know what? I'm more apt to play it. But That's dope. to tell you the truth, every person that comes up to me gets it. They're all wasted in my face about, yo, man, I got the hottest shit. I'll just play it. And it's like, yo, bro, what, what, what's in it for That's me? What do I idea, care bro. at all? But yeah. that, I always, I've never had anyone do it to me. And I've told so many artists, do this. I promise. That's dope. DJs will play your music. Every time they'll at least listen because at the I've minimum any you, artist come you back play a like, song with your with your name on it. They're lazy. They yeah. just they want to be put on because they're so hot. And it's like, nah, do something for me too. Yeah. Help me help you. That's my two cents. Damn. Cool. Yeah. When I meet, I mean, when I meet an artist, I tell them right away. I'm like, yo, I, I need drops. Like, I need drops. Yeah. Uh, and then if you can get me a dub, give me a dub. But that's like going. Yeah. Beyond, that's extra. Like that's extra. Doing your homework. That shows me you care. Yeah. Exactly. You really want to shine. Not only do you want to be heard, but you want me to look good too, because it sounds like. If the song's good, it makes me look good. It makes me sound like, oh, I know this big artist. And you can tell who's like really about the music, right? Exactly. Just like, yo, man, I just want you to hear it. Like, you don't have to play it now. But I like, mean, and like, sh- yo, doing dubs and doing drops is is Huge. the f- bro the best. So I have dub- I have a few dubs and like, yo, I don't even care if the song's not relevant. I'm playing I'm that playing shit. that shit, right? Like my name's on it, like, and I loop it. Like yeah. I have a dub, I have a dub for the OT Genesis, and I play that shit all the fucking time. And I loop yeah. in and like, yo, like it's personal, right? It's like it makes your set even, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> it's extra work, but it's worth it, man. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah. it's it's about that connection, man. You just gotta. It's just like everything else that we talk about, having yeah. that relationship. We're gonna get you know? mad emails with dubs. So no. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm good. Hope. Yeah. Oh, artist, <laughs> a freestyle over a song is not a remix. Yep. Just no that, chance. That's, that's, that's hey, all I'm gonna say. Even EDM yeah. mashup kids like uh, a bootleg, yeah. uh, um, a remix is not using the song that was oh, yeah. original. Right, you know? right, that's the worst. Um, someone asked, I guess this is for all of us, future projects. Um, we're just Dang. working on MI Radio. This is an awesome project. Yeah, like I fucking love it. I mean, it's, we we like literally we started this a year ago, and from what it is now to what it was back then to what it is now, it's 
literally 180 it's i, I would say yeah it's like uh, we started yeah. with a different whole yeah, different mentality we were just trying to do have, parties yeah parties but and then the, the uh, podcast was just gonna be an outlet to do mixes in the meantime yeah this is fucking awesome but then we realized that this is way more fun it's, and people enjoy it way more it's content that like people want and it's adds just more and more We've to, connected. to you guys yeah. and miami yeah we connected yeah. with people like our target audience has been the people that know us but don't know know us right so they wonder what we do monday through friday like, right, right, they wonder right. our daytime like and we talk about this shit you know yeah. like it's, r- and it's just fun to life. talk to like homies like you that we never really get to sit down saying, and like yeah. talk I, like, this is probably the longest i've been able to sit down <laughs> and just like hear you guys yeah. here what's yeah, up every here time what's going we on. link you know we go eat or you know yeah we're whatever just, like we're, we're shooting the shit right. but this is like cool because i can understand and know and like everybody even you brought like don hot in yeah. it was cool you know don caliente bro don caliente <laughs> we want to do a little round table so. that's that's and that's i mean he he brought it up i, w- I, w- I wasn't gonna spill the beans yeah but just we're gonna do we're gonna do past guests we'll probably have you and somebody else in the Hell future yeah. um kind of mix and match you know people that that we've had before maybe new people and different angles and yeah just kind of just work everything you know and and and, and expand mia as as a whole bro the brand is fucking you know, it's, it's awesome it's, 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 it's good man I'm, I'm, we're, we're very thankful you know we appreciate all the listeners everybody that fucks with us and yeah. you know when whenever we see here or when i travel or when we travel like you know people respect and yeah you know, i appreciate yeah. it thank you you know it wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for the listeners and everybody and so. you guys bro you trying. guys got the personality behind the mic, you know. <laughs> I would just talk um, a lot of shit on Twitter, bro. One one thing yeah. that I guess I wanted to share with like the DJ community is mm-hmm. one of the projects I told you about is yeah. I'm currently working on opening a DJ and music production school. Nice in Fort Lauderdale, um, and so it's called Wired Sound Academy. Uh, we're probably gonna do like six students per class. Um, we got Serato, Denon, Pioneer all right. on board, and what's cool is it's located in a food hall right. um, in Fort Lauderdale, so it's the upstairs. We have the whole space. And what I want it to be is something that kind of brings every musician, DJ into the space to use whenever they want. It's a right. free space. Like we don't charge anybody to use the studios. There's a podcast studio too. Right. Um, basically what was cool was our friend's dad uh, owns it. And he's like, you guys, we need to use this space. No one else wants it. I'm like shit, can we build some recording studios in the schoolroom in there, right. classroom in there? And uh, so the goal is to really teach the young kids who want to learn how to DJ, how to brand themselves market there's different courses so we'll advance dj and we got someone teaching like really dope cuts um music production basic music production mm-hmm. so if you want to learn how to produce your own beats make mashups stuff like that um and the goal is to really make it a hub for everybody who wants to learn the culture and right. really push it super forward. dope uh, yeah when you told me i i told you it was a super good idea and yeah especially to have that to have a place because i feel like you know a lot of people see stuff through social media and or or you know online whatever and mm-hmm. and they don't know how to like start or how to like yep. get the ball rolling or you know i've i've thought about taking some of those event classes too you know because like it's it's like it's necessary you know yeah. like it's 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 yeah. stuff that we're working and you know if, if i can be better at what i can you know i'm fucking i'm all up for it yeah because we're gonna be doing like free workshops like jazzy jeff's gonna come through talk about his career nice just like a place to gain knowledge and the door is always open like yeah. there's no door so literally you walk upstairs yeah. there's dope tvs coffee classroom studios and turntables always set up nice so that it's just like we want a revolving door of people to come through if you want to ask questions you want to just chill 
if you guys want to host an event, anything. No, we'll definitely you know? we'll work the thing on is it. Dope to like just that. have a space to have like yeah. like minded people bouncing off ideas, getting exactly. creative. We'll do we'll do an MIA radio <laughs> pop up in yeah. a lot of those soon. Definitely. And what's cool is, you know, it's we wanna just teach DJs too, you know, like technical stuff that they don't know. Right. Got some dope teachers. Um, Are you one of the teachers? I'm gonna be teaching like nice. the music the marketing class oh, and nice. the music business, like publishing and nice. branding and all that nice. stuff too. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's super huge, you know, d- distribution. Yeah. And stuff that i never yeah. knew was you know and right now all that is booming like yeah. the, the distribution shit right now is next level you know that's why uh you know beat source yeah, <laughs> yeah. Play, play. <laughs> shout out to beat source that's gonna be your yeah your only I, your I, only option i found out i had, <laughs> I found out I had like three thousand dollars sitting in a bmi account from live plays from music and i didn't even know no way until i really researched it i was like yo you have to register for this, register for that, and so. And it's from remixes and stuff. From remixes wow. and Holy from shit. an original I did with Landis back in the day. Wow! I forgot you did the Life and Color shit, bro. Yeah, didn't talk about that. Yeah. yeah. How that was, was that? It that doesn't exist anymore, or it, it's like under another. It's gone, but Paul, Paul sold it, right? Paul sold it. Yeah. Um, I think it's actually completely gone now. It was oh, a trend wow. that kind of it lasted for a while. Ten I mean, years. it was dope. Yeah, it was ten it was years. Amazing. That's like paint party, man. That's a it's long like, time. I, you know, how do you? How long can you throw right. paint? Right. How much? How much? How many times can you play fucking like Tremor? Did. The yeah. last one you did was like Sun Life Stadium, right? Or yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, there was a point where that. I was able to do some really dope festivals like EDC Vegas. Yeah, that's right. You uh, did like Tomorrow World. You were in the EDM I tried the EDM. Before, I thought I just needed to be an EDM guy, like yeah, everybody, I mean, everybody else. Every, like, a lot of people dipped into that, you know? Yeah, it's like, let me be a Vici. And then I realized, like, that's not what I'm good at. Right. What I like and what I do is, is open format, you know? And now it's like the main stage is open format almost, you know? I mean, at that point, everybody was trying to. I mean, it was what was hot, you know? You can't. Mm-hmm. I tell people, yeah, that was the vibe. So, that's yep. right, bro. Forgot about life and color. Is there, um, what do you want to do next besides the school? Like, what are you looking at? What do you see yourself in like the next few years? Or like, what's Th- that's actually like the crossroad I'm at right now. Yeah, it's like you know, what's next as a as a DJ? Obviously, it's like you know, start making your own music. No, yeah. that would be a huge thing I'm working on. Um, trying to work on music with Jaden. Okay. Um, it's really hard because there's a point where like you kind of plateau as a DJ. Right. You, everybody you'll, does. you'll reach that in different points many times. Yeah, everybody goes um, through that. Where I'm at right now is like, how do you take the next step or what is the next step? You know, like you look at guys like Irie and Vice and yeah. their brand is, Brands. Brands. is huge. It's, it's you know? literally a brand. Yeah. I think that's, that's what a lot of things, a lot of people, a lot of DJs, sorry, have been uh, realizing, you know, like you have to see the business side of it sure. and like the long term, you know, like For to us, sure. I mean, we, the, the podcast is like stabilized us in a sense where we can venture into other things. You know, For we've sure. been doing, we've been doing the events, you know, we I did my birthday thing and everything we've been doing with Paul. And it's like, we're targeting right now are, I mean, this is kind of like spilling the beans, but we're doing events with Paul. We're doing, trying to do more daytime stuff mm-hmm. to our friends. Cool. Like That's we want to aim at, like the people that are gonna come to genuinely show love, so we do events with food. We do events during the day, kid friendly, more dog like a, friendly, a gathering, gathering. That's yeah, like bro, right. it's, it's like my friends. Knowledge. My, my friends don't want to go out Friday night to Foxhole to get fucked up with twenty year old kids. You know, like they don't give a <laughs> shit about that. Like they want to go to a brewery and eat, eat Paul's delicious yeah, food, and, and we want to like yeah. go beyond the DJ and like get different aspects, different right. lanes that people are doing, and just bring and like everything together, kind of right. under one umbrella. That's awesome. And like I think the biggest advice I can give any DJ is like find something that is a unique idea, like you guys with, with MI Radio. 
And as you watch it evolve, you'll find different lanes that you can take your career. Mm-hmm. It doesn't doesn't have to be just I'm gonna play club gigs all exactly. the time yeah. because that's not a long term goal. Right. You know. We it, have we have dudes asking us all the time like, yo, look, I'm in the corporate lane. How do I get into? And I'm like, look, it's grass is greener. Like it's it, that mentality. Like you think that's what you want, but that's not what you want. Right. Like like if just do what makes you happy, because you think that that DJ that's headlining at this club is you think that's what you want, and that guy's miserable. That yeah. guy hates his fucking life. Yeah. And you, you know? may think he's getting paid tons of money. And he's not. They think and he's not. people make people made the mistake that like you ha- it has to be like a DJ thing. Like you no. can't venture outside of DJing. Like you can, I mean, I think my goal is to like just do a bunch of different things but kinda have them intertwined somehow. Under that umbrella right. of yeah, what you like. Exactly. Oh, and it could be jujitsu and yeah. DJing, I don't know, but oh. somehow I'll mesh the two or something like that. For sure. But it doesn't have to be like, yo, DJing at a club. Like that's my I want a DJ I live. Like yeah. that's to me that used to be a goal and I realized like the goal is to find an idea that, that I love and learn either venues from it. Because that's, how, that's how you make it last. Because if, if your goal is to DJ at a club, like what happens when that club closes? It exactly. doesn't matter. They don't remember you DJ there. Exactly. It doesn't, exactly. So it's like a more of a long I've learned, game. I've learned that those are hollow goals because once exactly. you achieve them, nothing changes. Nothing. I remember like playing at some venues and I was like, this is it. Like I thought this was going to be better. Right. And right, right, right. then I get yelled at by the manager and there's no way you Or you yeah. killed it, but like yeah. no one remembers that. Right. Yeah. And I could tell any young DJ, like, you know, Vegas was my dream. Yeah. And as much as I love it, what I find most fulfillment in is finding a crowd that likes to dance, have mm-hmm. fun, yeah. and also doing the school shit. Shit right. that gives back. Shit that right. I like, you know, making a mix, other things than yeah. just like, yo, the goal is being in Vegas. Right, right, you know? right. And goals, yeah. goals change, bro. Yeah, I mean, I've, 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 I tweeted it a while back, and I was like, yo, like, I'm glad that now the mentality of DJs, it's not to be, there's not that one route. You know, like, if you want to so if you want to be, you know, the Winwood guy, if you want to be the corporate guy, if you want to do this, if you, whatever lane you want to do, it's there. Mm-hmm. And take it, and it's acceptable. Don't feel like, oh, I'm playing at this venue. I'm like, yo, like, don't be ashamed of a Hell venue no. that you play at. Like, get that fucking check. Like, Hell do no. you, you know? like Exactly. And that's when you truly grow into what you like is when you're true to what it is and what no. you are. You're not trying to be anything else. Right. You know? Right. So, facts. I love that shit. Facts. Facts. Um, anything else we got? Oh, we had a good question. Have you seen the Joker? Oh, oh I had Yeah, it. let's do it. Oh, bro. I know. Oh, I had a good one. It was music related. It's music related. But you know what? We have to we have to touch on this part. Pause. <laughs> so this has been brought up. There's a okay. This I mean it's, it's, it's not really a spoiler. It's not spoiler. It's not spoiler. Nah, okay. There's a part of the movie that's very, uh, like the climax. I would say it's it's literally the turning point of the yeah, movie. It's just like art kind of. Yeah, but there's a song that's played that's like so unfitting, and it's uh the rock and roll part two. The song that yeah. Da, 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 hey. Yeah. It's terrible it's so bad and you noticed that. it yeah it and because also an important it's like, it's like bro it's literally a part like they they and and people a lot of people ask me like two people ask me yeah. yo what's what songs would y'all like ask crespo or like i mean or what would you guys and it's a very dramatic part and there's also like you can tell me if, even if it spoils. Well, he's nah, da- he's dancing. Like, no, nah, yeah. it's, ju- it's just an important scene, and like the. I mean, it's the part. It's the part that that they show in, in everything where he's going, that, where he's like doing his dance or whatever. Yeah. So they play that song, and it's like so dramatic. But the song, he's not even like on beat. Like it's, it's just. I, not, I think it's that is the movie is like it doesn't match the whole movie. Yeah. It's like I don't know where you're. Because like, I heard the movie's dark. It's, it's very yeah. dark. Yeah. And they're like they just play that, and you're like, I mean, I guess. I literally like, expect them expected like. 
for that part, like a requiem, requiem, requiem exactly. of a That's dream. Exactly. Requiem like, dream. Like some shit like that. Like the fucking, uh, the song of Lil John sample, the mm-hmm. like the fucking really dramatic, like orchestra, like. You expect something like that, or like? I think maybe that's what he thought everyone was expecting, so he tried to like go but, light. So, but wormhole, me being so fucking coming theories. home and like, yeah, bro. My roommate told me that he was on fucking YouTube for like two hours, like shit. watching. He fell asleep. He fell asleep, like with his phone like this, <laughs> watching shit. And he woke up. He's like, oh fuck, but um, dude, supposedly like the connection is that like since the movie's so dark, the guy that made that song. He's like a convicted pedophile. Gary Glitter. Gary like Glitter. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So uh, you're like, like deep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I, bro, I, I look. So he's like a convicted pedophile. So it's like the connection that he's going, he's turning evil. So like it's. But, but they, I also. But, heard, but in my head. But okay, go ahead. No, I was going to say I also heard that that they weren't sure of the song to pick. And they actually, th- that wasn't post. That was like, they used that song during filming that oh, scene. No way. So then they were just like, all right, let's okay. use, use this. But he's not even dancing like on B. Like I mean, it's just never so, on B. No, I know. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I know. But like, it's, it's, it's so just. So is that out of place that you noticed dude, it? Because it, like something it. happens, something happens. And then the song comes on and you're like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? And then it's that scene. And you're just like, damn, are you fucking. And there's so many other good choices that could have been. And it's also the other thing. This is, I'm doing, I'm telling you, I went on the site and they had all the songs that play on the song, on the movie. It's like eight songs. And the the song right before is, is the Frank Sinatra song that yeah. I posted. And it's amazing. Like so fitting. So you're like, when that song kind of like, when it goes into the other scene, you're expecting something just as good. And then it's whack. It's like Damn. it's like a D, you're hearing a DJ and you're like, yo, he's killing yeah. it. His transitions yeah. are nice. And, and then he, he plays goes and then left. He, and then he plays Britney. <laughs> yeah. And you fucking oh, hate Cavs. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Man. But definitely watch it. I will. I will. So Good. watch it sober because I, I got told you fucked up. You went under that. Oh, influence. yeah, bro. Really? Oh, gotta, I was going to go. I was fucking like. Nah, yeah. Bro, you got to like really watch yeah. it because you I see mean, little I, eggs and little I, things. I definitely want to watch it again. So good. Good movie. Very good. Bro, best movie I've seen probably in a while I watched rewatch I, it was so good that I had to rewatch the Heath Ledger one just to, to yeah. compare yeah. Yeah. Shit, I still think Heath dope. oh Heath is fucking I think monster bro like fuck um, alright I got one last question that I thought was dope it was what was the first album that each of you bought Oof. I'm sure you're right I now I love that everybody asks group questions I have it on vinyl shit <laughs> oh what about you Zay it was you uh, yeah someone asked this this one time it was uh, DMX uh, damn, I always forget the name, bro. Yeah, I think it was that one. Yeah. Well, I don't know why. At Walmart, I remember. Cause my oh, I have the shirt. Damn. It's Green Day Dookie. I like. I love it. Cash just pulled out the heat. It's dark and hell is hot, that one. Dope. Mine was, I know it sounds old, but Moment of Truth by Gangstar. Damn. My sister, man. My, yeah. I owe my sister everything musically. Like, she ran a club, huh? That's hip, old school hip, like straight hip hop. Damn. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. My sister gave me Green Day Dookie. I remember the day. And I literally listened to it front to back. And the last song, FOD, song 14, has the hidden song. Oh, shit. So um, I remember like listening to it. And I was like, damn. And I mean, mind you, I put it in the CD player. And like, I'm like, why isn't it? And then it's like. Something's on my mind. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? It's a hidden I'm record. like, it's like hidden song. I mean, mind you, like back then you wouldn't look at the like the length of the song. The song's like ten minutes and thirty four seconds long. Right, right, right. And I'm like, holy shit, there's shit. another song. 
<laughs> and then I started the whole album again, and I was like, and I heard it. I mean, that's that's it, man. That's the record. I have like a top ten album list that I'll put up on social media. Yeah. At some point, I think we're we're all waiting for that. Yeah. You too. Then we're gonna give away. Half you should your do set, an bro. MIA radio each week. Like you put yours, you put yours, and we all debate it. I mean. I mean, it's I'll, not give you, look, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you five off off the top of my head. Uh, do a Spotify playlist, bro. Creswell. I know. Hey. I want to put you down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have a few. I've done a few for people, but um, Green Day, Dookie, um, Shakira, Pies Descalzos, uh, Alive, uh-huh. Daft Punk. Hell yeah. Um, sounds like a wood. Uh, M- this is gonna sound super weird. MTV Party to Go Volume Two. <laughs> Wow, I need to go pull this shit up. Oh my god, it I mean, does sound weird, and I like it. And uh, an MTV party to go ninety eight, ninety eight had. I mean, there were mixed CDs. Yeah. Like those party to go CDs were just Street literally mixed. a mixed city. I'm um, no, no, it wasn't mixed. It was song like next to close into this, into that, into that. Dope. My favorite so, is a uh, Kids Bob Volume Four. Oof. Oh, that's yep. <laughs> yep. I used to uh, love those. What is it? A. Those commercials are me and yo dauda, <laughs> me and yo dauda. Would you see the commercials on the TV, the like the Disney? You know, channel? I got booked. Okay, I got booked to play a seven-year-old birthday party. Fuck yeah, dude! And it's just um, the the couple, the the parents own a bunch of restaurants, and I do like a bunch of shit for them on the side. So they're like, hey, by any chance, would you be available to do my daughter's birthday party? I'm like, cool. How old is she? She's like seven. And I'm like, what Shit. the fuck? She's like, do you do games? And I literally Googled like games. So <laughs> it was like freeze dance. And I, was like, slide. I was like on the mic like, all right, guys, who wants to play? And then like it was like limbo, bro. I mean, I got I got the bag. I was about to say, yeah. I would have Googled how much do I charge, charge for a seven-year-old. <laughs> but I played, but I played, I literally downloaded like four Kids Bob CDs and that's all I played. Like, oh my God. Like, echo in, echo out. I mean, like, fade in, fade out. Like, hey, bro. You learn from that, though. Like, you're like, damn, I forgot about this record. Oh, that's yo, a, this record works. Yeah. Real DJing, shit. bro. It was like Katy Perry. Real it was DJ. like Katy Perry songs. Damn. Real fucking Well, DJing. I just want to give a shout out to all my followers and not in Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to plug, let's plug your social medias. Like, yeah. um, what's the best way to get a hold yeah, of you? Yeah, you guys could hit me on Instagram at Crespo the DJ, Twitter at Crespo the DJ, and then check out the website, wiredsoundacademy.com. Okay. Anybody who's in Florida wants to come by, you're always welcome. We're always there just hanging. Nice. Get ready for a remote yeah on site on site I w- honestly we'll probably bring one in miami soon because oh. we're bringing the food hall down Ooh. here too Damn. yo so and we give a podcast class yeah and what you Bro, told look you got, that's something i'm gonna i'm gonna say you. this i'm not gonna say the place but you told me a place that you guys are gonna have at the food hall yep that blue yep fucking yep. west line. coast only too yo like i kind of hinted it to somebody i didn't tell them but yo yep. when this place comes to miami i will be there <laughs> At least once a week. Damn. Bro. My LA West Coast, LA Vegas people. If you've been to LA and Vegas, you know you will be there. Uh, <laughs> yo, like I only Big talk to this hype. I only talk to this hype about Big places talk. that are this yep. fucking yep. if you know me well, and you follow me, you know what is my favorite it, thing to eat on the West Coast. Yep. Just know that. I'm I'm just they have to finish the contract. That's the only thing. Oh but well they better. It, we see, but that's another thing what I was talking about was I took a flight to Vegas, played yeah. a gig and was met the owner. I was like, yo. I really, really want to bring this concept to Miami. It's only LA and Vegas, right? It's only LA and Vegas, and I think Tijuana, maybe. 
It's, it, it's the best taco I have. Oh, you said it. You said the, it. I can't tell you any more than that. I already know Until it it's is. done because I don't want to disappoint anybody. It's not but. Leo's. I know I, I like swear and I'm going Leo's, to lay. I went because yeah. you told me. Dog, I'm going to lay uh, next week for the Beat Source launch party. Damn. Woo. Plug, plug. Plug, plug. But that's the stop. Yo, my friend that I stay with in lay picks me up. We, uh, Straight there. Oh, no. We make a, we make a stop. <laughs> okay. We yeah. make a stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we go to the fucking taco <laughs> truck, dog. It is Leo's is fire, but yeah. the tacos that you're talking about, yeah, man, yo, I've been praying for literally it. on the same level. And hey, literally, it was just a conversation being in another city. I'm like, can we please do this? Send me the info. A couple of weeks later, it became a real conversation, and hopefully, it's going to be happening. I can only think of two spots it could be right now, but I'll ask you after. Yep. Well, yo, thank you guys. This nah, is fucking thank dope. Thank you. Appreciate I'd love it, to man. be back. Appreciate this it. is awesome. Oh, you're going to be back, bro. Much Round love. table vibes. Yeah. You and yo Dauda. <laughs> you and yo Dauda. Yo, thanks for coming through, bro. Thank yeah. you guys. We Much out. love. Peace. Peace. My radio.